Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Fran. She's actually my mom, so we usually don't watch the same shows. Because we don't even like the same shows. Okay, calm down. We're going to give it a try. Well, let's see how it goes. Anyway, let's watch TV. I hope you don't pick anything weird. Mom, just roll with it. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hello, let's watch TV, TVers. Let's let's watch TV, TVers. Yeah. TV, How's everybody? You're going to call them your TVers? Oh, fans, TVers, watchers, fellow watchers. What do you call them? My, my fans? Your fans, your everything, the sun, the moon, the stars align around you. Yes. You're about to get, you're about to get it. Go ahead. I'm about, to, I'm about to take you to the pound. All right. <laughs> You're about to get locked up and put a shot collar on that ass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Hello, everybody. Let's watch TV. Let's, so let's watch it. Let's watch TV. Yeah. So. What Patreon fan was this? This was Miss. Go ahead, Joe. Rafika Taylor. Miss Rafika Taylor. Thank you, yes. Rafika. Um, yeah. Patreon Thanks, fan. Rafika Taylor. Um the show she asked us to watch, perfect right. timing, Cheer right. on Netflix. Cheer on Netflix. Now, before did, we did get- Did it just start? Did it just se- start? Season two just started. Yeah, but okay. before we start, I just want to let everybody in the whole universe in Let's Watch TV universe, I want to let y'all know, you can tell us what to watch for Let's Watch TV. All you got to do is become a Patreon fan. Become a Patreon fan at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. You can give us your suggestions. You can watch tons of bonus content. And on top of that, you get first access to tickets when I announce my tour at the end of the month. And you guys know the shows sell out. So if you want first access to tickets and you want those good goods, then go up in there. Become a Patreon fan, get the tickets first, and support the podcast. Keep us on the air. So thank you to Rafika Taylor for asking us to watch Cheer. Now let me ask Season you, two, episode one. Let me ask you this first yeah. and foremost. Mm-hmm. Did you mm-hmm. ever watch season one? It was a phenomenon. Um, I've never ever watched it, but when the when the show opened, I recognized uh, the coach, Monica, because she was on Dancing with the Stars uh, two seasons ago, mm-hmm. season 29 or whatever. So I recognized her from there and they were talking about how she was the coach of cheer and all this stuff. I recognized her right away, but never watched the show. Um. Uh, so since season one happened, Mama Child, I was sucked in. Oh, it's so it's drama heavy like oh, everything no. else. No, 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 no. Season one is not. It's not drama in like most shows where we watch where people are like ripping each other's hair out. It's drama where they're like so competitive, getting ready to go to Daytona and they're going to do their cheer in Daytona. And are they going to win? We don't know. You'll have to watch season one to find out. But the thing is that we, we just watched episode one of season two of cheer. Now, let me give you a little bit of backstory, mom, because you didn't watch season one. Right. It's a huge team. There's like 30 people on this cheer team at Navarro Community College, which is in Texas. Cascacone, Texas. Caradona, Texas. I I don't don't know. know. Conalingus, Texas. And it... (laughs) 
fact. It takes place there, and um, it's a small, like, community college that has, like, the best cheer team in the nation, right? And there's, like, 30 people on the team, but the Netflix special focused on maybe, like, five or six of them and the coach. So not everybody was a breakout star on this like some people got a lot of attention and then when they were going on like Ellen and they were making all these TV appearances and filming commercials people wanted the those like five or six they didn't want like the team right right this season of cheer I actually like even more oh and then they went to the nationals in Daytona did they win and they lose we don't know but they have a rival their rival is TVCC Trinity Valley Community College. Right. Their biggest rival ever. This season focuses more on Trinity Valley and what they're going to do going into this next season. But Trinity Valley saying, and they're showing all this stuff that's true, these kids from Cheer from season one, they got a little bit cocky. Yeah, that's what they said. And they're- They're, they're forgetting their purpose. Oh, they're forget most of them. They're more focused on the social media, on the commercials, on the influencing rather than the sport. Or so it seems. Right. So well, I don't know what happens yet. I didn't finish the season. But it seems like Trinity, Trinity Valley is kind of like, if we're going to win, it's now. Right. So there are some twists and turns. Baby, let me tell so, you what. So, you know, I thought it was interesting that Monica was saying you know, this season, when she got into this docu-series with Netflix or whatever, she didn't know about hate and negativity, which really, you got that stuff in that competitive sport that you're in, girl. Don't tell me about hate and negativity. You know, it's a very, they all are, they all are catty and whatever. So don't tell me about that. And she loves doing those commercials. I saw her coaching the kids and say, oh, you're going to do a commercial and you need to say this and you need to do that. And I need you to do this. And I need you to do that. Directing their celebrity status. Okay. Yeah, okay. Which, which drove me crazy because okay. I thought, here are these kids in cheer going to college and there are these big celebrities going on Ellen. Kardashians are their fans. All these celebrities are their fans. How about the doctor who just did open heart surgery with a pig heart and saved a man's life because it worked. How about heroes like that? You know, people who really make a difference in the world and we escalate this bullshit to be, oh, famous and celebrity. These kids can't even handle this. You know, so that 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 makes me nuts. Okay, a couple things I have to say about this and you, Miss Thing, is okay. that's not what we're talking about. That's like a whole different spec sector no, I, of reality. Like this, we're, this is just entertainment. People got to be entertained. So, okay, yes, there's a doctor who did a pig thing, I guess. Parent, you just did. You know. But that's not, this is just like mindless, fun entertainment. Like you like Sebastian Maniscalco. I don't see him walking children in nature. Come on. You know what I mean? Just enjoy it. That's true. It just makes me crazy that. A status that people are raised to, to, and it goes to their head. They're young. No, so, okay, so I do have to say this. At first, I was like you, and I was very turned off by Monica doing that. Right. But then she said something that really hit with me, and she was like, these kids were given a once-in-a-lifetime chance, and I want them to succeed. Now, think about it. They can't cheer forever. You age and you age out of that sport. And it's, you age out of entertainment. 
Not necessarily. Not necessarily. You can grow in entertainment. He was, you, he was self-serving. Can I just finish? How about we play that game? Self-serving. How about we do that? Thing. Cut her mic. So she was she was doing that. I think she was genuinely setting these kids up for success. They could do that. They can make a lot of money rather than just cheering right now. When they're when they can't cheer anymore, they're either gonna coach cheer or what? I don't know. They have an opportunity here. They have a real opportunity here. And you can you put your hand down. It's not your time. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> I'm reclaiming my time. Um, and I think that she, I think that it was good that she's helping them build that because they do need something and they were given an opportunity to build up, make a lot of money. Okay. Why don't they make a lot of money doing something more tangible that makes a difference in the world. I mean, what do you want, you what do you want them to do, mom? Well, listen, there's a, they're cheerleaders. There's a TV, you want them to, TV you know, journalists, there's a TV lawyer. Okay. There's a TV. There's a, a woman on a TV. Jamula K. Rose news that was, she's a lawyer. She, she was a Dallas cowboy cheerleader. Okay. Went to college. Del, Dallas cowboy cheerleader went to law school. It became a big, lawyer around the Supreme Court issues and is a TV commentator now. Now, to me, there you go. There's the professional guidance to do something really that's going to give you some sound base for the rest of your life. This is giving them a sound base for the rest of their life. They can build this into something huge. Look at, I love New York. Tiffany Pollard took her thing, ran with it and making millions. You, when you get that little bit, you either have 15 minutes or you make it grow. They have an opportunity to build this into something else. You don't know who these people are going to be. Karamo Brown from Queer Eye right now was on a, a season of The Real World. Build, 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 build. Now he's huge. You don't know. I'm just saying. And I'm just saying too. I'm the I'm the baby boomer looking at it a very in a very different way. Mm. You're now, something else. Do these people work hard? They work hard in their sport. They work very hard. They're They're absolute athletes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not saying they don't work hard. You just all that wish they were, you know, doing doctors without borders is what you want. Yeah, maybe when you're going to guide them, guide them. But I guess give them 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> let's see what they do with it. That's just me. You're that next level. Me. Anyway. I can't handle it. I can't. Okay. This is the last episode of Let's Watch TV ever, everybody. Just I'm so sorry. We know. I, 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 this is my last day and I'm going to give you my um, <laughs> and you're gonna repent goodbye for speech your at the end of this, this video. And you're so, going to write a check for $10,000 to the Navarro, <laughs> Navarro cheer team. That'd be the last place I put it. Anyway, <laughs> you know, um, there was, there's a couple interesting things before I get into this other thing. First, I remember Jillian being a flyer for uh, Eisenhower. Yeah, she was. Yeah. And it was, was, wow, watching this flyer. I said to dad, because he watched the show too. I said, dad, that's what Jillian used to do because she she was tiny and athletic and all that kind of stuff. She was so good at it. She cheered cheered all the way from middle school all the way through high school. Right. And, you know, and I think it's a great sport for people to be involved in. I don't have any problem with that at all, you know. and if you do what you're passionate about, do what you're good at, you know, and, and I remember Jillian being part of that team and she was really cool. The The other question, do you think the judging, because it came to the end there where they were judging, they were deciding who's going to be on the mat. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Do you make mats? Is that, 
you know, that reminded me of some of the way in auditions for like theater shows, community theater shows, how they make decisions, you know, the way they were comparing collegiate cheer to community theater. You are literally, no, I'm speaking, Mrs. Dabrowski, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Okay. You're taking collegiate athletes whose bodies are trained to do this and you're comparing them to frumpy suburban community <gasps> people. Don't even say that. Who Take that have back. Your dental that back. hygienists who can sing. Like, mom. Take that back. These uh, are very talented people. They're very, very talented, but they're like, girl. Take that back. Why aren't you? I'm. I do, I do take it back. Not all of them are frumpy. Not all of them are frumpy. But they're not. They're they are working the cubicles and working the desks and then going to do community theater as a hobby. And you're gonna compare them to collegiate athlete. You friend. have it all Listen, wrong. What I just I'm said. Speaking. I'm all wrong. You I'm speaking. You didn't Mrs. Zabrowski, I am speaking. Your mother is speaking now. So I am speaking. Quiet. Because what I was talking about was the judging process, not the kids. Not but the did you compare it to community the theater? Roll process. back the tapes. Roll, roll back the back. tapes. I said the judging process. You can roll it back and go sit and read about it and watch it a hundred times. Now you're, I said you're the judging saying process. it's political. That's what I talked about. Because my question to you was, do you think that the judging is fixed? That was going to be my question to, to you, make Big Matt, Mouth, before you start running your mouth. To make Matt? To make Anything. Matt was just one of the first, the only judging things I saw that they had to pick people to be on the mat. Right. So to make Matt means you compete in like the big competition. So uh, I think it's a little bit of both, because if you think about it, they were saying like third years almost always automatically make Matt because they have their seniority. But also, if you've been competing on the team for three years, you naturally, you should be better than most people because you've been training and doing it for so long. You should be. Right. N seeing Monica on the show, and I can't wait to watch the rest of the season, I don't think her, or the especially the other coach from the, from the rival, Trinity Valley, I don't think either of them have any loyalty to those kids. And I think they're like, if you're not good enough to make Matt, you're not making Matt, even if you are a third year. And I believe that both Monica and I can't remember the other coach's name right now, but I, I do strongly believe that both of them would have no, pro it would be hard for them to do, but would have no issue not letting a third year make Matt if somebody else is better. What I like about the third years, um, one of the third years they're interviewing him and he's like, yeah, everybody's jealous that I'm coming back this year and I'm going to make Matt. And he's like, and to that, I have to say to you, be better than you don't want. If you don't want, if you want to be on Matt, be better, be better than me and you'll be on Matt. And I believe that he is right. I believe that Monica would say you are better than him. You're on. And he's telling them you want to make Matt be better, bitch. I like that. I do. You know, there's just the, the, the maturity and physicality and the years that he's got behind him and the experience and but, but kids see, coming up in the freshman. But, but you see, that's why when the freshmen are kind of like, oh, that's not fair that they come back. Well, yeah, oh, you want to win? Yeah. Do you want the team to win or do you want to mm -hmm. be on Matt? What is it? I do, I do think the coaches, though, have their own ego not in check. Oh, And absolutely. it's about them and all that kind of stuff. as probably not any the coach. other coach. Not the TC... 
TVCC you don't coach. Think so? No, I think he is just I don't think it for him, I don't think it's ego. For him, I think it's just like pure cutthroat competition. Yeah. And I love the way he coaches. He is like like if I if I had a kid who was that good at cheer and they had an option to be in one of those teams, I would tell my kid to go to Trinity Valley because I respect that coach. Like I respect he's he is a tough, but he loves those kids. How do you know? Uh, if you I've watched two episodes now, oh, okay. and the way he talks to them when they're not like coaching, it's still it's it's not as like motherly. As Monica, he's not trying to be their parent figure, he's tough. but you can tell he like wants them to be better. Like he says, like this one kid couldn't throw up one of the flyers, like couldn't do it, couldn't do it. So he yeah, get, he stands in there, throws this little girl up in the air, does bop, bada, bop, 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 brings her down. And he goes, and I can do that. He goes, and I can do that without ever warming up and all this. And he's like, you got to do that, da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay. And these kids listen. Yeah, because they saw him prove what he's talking about. That, that's really good. Yeah, I like it. That's his. really good. Um, you know, there was a piece in there that after Matt, that one girl who tried so hard, but she just couldn't make it. I know. Called her mom and, you know, was upset, but yet taking control of it and saying, I get it. And this girl is really good. And And I thought about all the times Kids call their parents no matter what the situation is when they aren't successful in something and are down and I didn't make it or this didn't happen for me and I thought this was going to be it and guess what? I got a call and they said, you know, thanks, but no thanks. For a parent, those are the toughest conversations to have with your kid. Those phone calls are heart-wrenching. Yeah. And you're as a parent, you're in a position to... Be understanding, be uh, loving, and be firm at the same time. Sort of not firm, but be like, but this is okay, and this is what you have to do, and not coddle too much, but to um, bring them to a place that this is okay. It was supposed to happen. Now, what do you need to do to go forward? Sort of thing. This these conversations are gut wrenching for parents. Yeah, gut wrenching. Yep. Someday it'll happen to you, and you'll understand it. But whoa. Yeah. yeah. And these, these parents give up. There's they go through multiple parents as you keep watching the season who give up almost everything so that their kid can pursue. I'm just cheer. gonna say Cheers that. like hockey, super expensive. Very expensive. And parents do, we did, tend to put your children first. And even at a financial cost, what do they need? And they're gonna get it because if they're passionate about something and they're good at something, you drive that passion for them no matter what. And we come second and third. Yeah, for and sure. That is like so many parents out there who do that. You know, not everybody can afford these big money sucking sports or whatever. Not even if it's sports, if it's something else. They give up a, it's lot. a lot. Now, it's I, a lot. I like that aspect of the show they're showing like the realness behind it too now they interview there's this one girl on the team i don't know if you've gotten to this part yet her name's gabby butler and she yeah. she was like a f they call them cheer celebrities she was a cheer celebrity before this show even went out like people were like oh my god that's gabby butler and she was just an amazing cheerleader and she was in all the cheer magazines and all this stuff before any of this even happened so she's had it for a while right 
Yeah. Her mom is nuts and is like pushing all this like influencer stuff and like pushing the celebrity side so much. And it's truly wild. When you see this mom like go in, it's like, yeah, you want the best for your kid. But like, I don't think you're making your kid grounded at all. The girl in this episode that I'm watching, she straight up teaches another girl how to do a watermelon cleanse diet where you eat nothing but watermelon for like two days. And the mom's like, you got to do it. You got to like put fuel in your body. And I'm just like, girl, you're eating water in the form of melon. This is like, what is this? Uh, Friggin Lent? Like, stop. It was crazy. Is that the girl who was doing the... um the uh, videos, cameo videos? No, that was Lexi. This They haven't showed her. I'm sure she does cameos too. But this is the girl who she like moved to Los Angeles and she decided she missed the sport. So she comes back to the team. And then okay. that girl who really, really wanted it is like, oh, she came back. She's for sure making Matt. And I'm not. Yeah. And it happened. But oh. um, that's the girl I'm talking about. Okay. All right. Gabby Butler. Yeah, I kept hearing that name. And she, hearing now, here's the thing, name. though. Here's the thing, though, too. Yeah. Insanely talented as well, though. Like, for sure. They talk about how she can be gone forever and just, like, pick up on everything super fast. She's just, like, so reliable, so talented, can do it all. And so in that aspect, like, I think she kind of deserves all this other stuff that she's doing. Yeah. If she's able to handle them both— Girl, get get your coins, you know? Yeah, they were talking to some of the kids who aren't um, the in the top five, Wasn't you know, they're part funny. of the team. Did you see that? And he they was were like, talking oh, you're, to them. you're trying to get me to talk and, shady. Uh, they said, said, did you hear him say no, that? No, what I was saying, they were talking about how they still are cheering. They're part of that group. They don't get the spotlight on them a lot, but they are still part of that team. But did you hear what that one boy, he said when they first asked him the question, he said, ooh, you're trying to get me to act shady. No, and he's no, like, I didn't hear He's that. like, there are people who... You know, there's like the ones who got all the time on the show and then yeah. we're in the background and he's like, but at the end of the day, we're here to cheer and. Yeah. So interesting. I mean, anything that is sports related like this, it's it's has maybe different uh, athletic uh, criteria. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. You got these hard coaches. You got these kids that are good and kids that meet the middle parents that are crazy. I mean coaches that are it's all the same because it's called you know competition and in the middle of competition you get this they interviewed somebody and they were like you know in sports it's like the southern guy he's like you know in sports they say um you know do your best and as long as you're having fun now this is texas you will win like and if you don't win (laughs) it is the end like you're you're going to win you know, it's interesting. I, I wish I would have talked to Lauren Bowden before this podcast because she's a, a, a dance teacher, a dance comp competitive. They're in competitive uh, dance. And it would have been really interesting to talk to her a little bit. But anyway, now let me ask you interesting this. show, interesting show. Could you ever be a cheerleader? You know, interesting. I thought of that. I never wanted to be a cheerleader. Uh-huh. Um, I was not into girly sports like that. Uh-huh. Um, meaning, you know, I just wasn't into dance. And I was I was, uh, I was into sports. Like I played softball, you know, played baseball. Um, that's what I was into. I was a little bit of a tomboy. 
Yeah. But, you know, did I play it in high school? You'd be a really no. good tumbler. And by that, I mean your ass be tumbling over yourself on that mat. <laughs> I wasn't particularly You'd be the, the best tumbler to the whole team. There's Fran tumbling over her own friggin' ankles down again. <laughs> and down goes Fran. Yeah, tumbler I up. More into um, music and things like that. That's you know, for so. high school. Fran tumbling <laughs> on her own goddamn self. <laughs> Fasano. <laughs> Again. No, I was into music and think in baseball, uh, softball, and things like that. Even Aunt Ginger, there, none of us girls were, you know, dancers and things like that. Aunt Ginger was big in basketball. Well, none of you were dancers player. of the but, daytime. On what? But I said none of you were dancers of the daytime. Hmm. But hmm. some of y'all were dancers of the nighttime. <laughs> you want to tell people about that? Oh my God, I can't. No, I, can't. I would imagine so you. I imagine you like going up a little bit and just flopping on the ground, laying on, <laughs> laying on your back. You're asking for tips and you're asking all the guys, help me, help me up. You're out my no back. Money, just get me up. Help me out, Rick. Get me up. <laughs> I think yeah, I tore well, my no. meniscus. Don't talk. Nasty about your mother. I know. Well, now people know. Yeah, you were right? all, you, our life growing up was a round of what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry. Oh. And the only way to feed him. <laughs> get out of here. Like, did you get the reference? Okay. We're just going to right what past What was the you. reference from? Oh, it's uh, the Bible. Yeah, right. <laughs> You never went hungry. You don't know my life, Fran, okay? Don't come up in here on this podcast acting like you're Jesus, like you're the queen and we're the sorry people, okay? What is that? Don't come all up in here in this. What did he say, that kid? He said, you're acting like the queen and we are the sorry people. He said, yeah. she's coming over here in her little high heels. <laughs> <laughs> Acting like what she's the queen and we're the sorry people. Chicken nuggets are good for me. We should watch that one. Wife swap. Wife swap. Oh, there's That's so many good was. episodes of Wife Swap. Oh, there's anyway, so many. Anyway, let me ask you this before we close. Yeah. Cheer on Netflix. Are you going to keep watching? No, I'll let you tell me what happened. Wow. Wow. You don't know good. You don't know art when you see it, Fran. I'm into Yellowstone right now, man. Don't be bothering me. Dad wants to start binging that thing. I'm sorry. Yellowstone I know there's lost a lot of Yellowstone fans out there. The face. I think we're that on um, season three. You know, we're getting there, but oh, it's awesome. Well, this show I'd like to a, do a let's watch me. TV on Yellowstone. Excuse me. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. You know what? What? What, Fran? Say it. You're always speaking. Say it, Fran. <laughs> Say it. Say it with conviction. Anyway, um, again, thank you guys so much for listening to Let's Watch TV. And a big thank you to Rafika Taylor for, <laughs> put your hand down, for uh, suggesting that we watch Cheer on Netflix. Again, you can tell us what to watch and you can get tickets to the show first if you become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash That's patreon.com slash Patreon.com slash We love you guys so much and we'll see you next time on Let's, Let's watch, watch TV. Cheer, cheer, cheer. Oh, you're definitely not making the team. 